0: and biblical. You have to know the difference. Hanukkah is about what happened between Malachi and Matthew, those 400 year gap. This is what is going on. It is the first and second Maccabees. These were a priestly, they were priests, but they were also warriors. But they were priests first. They were just temple dwellers. They didn't have the chutzpah. That's what I want to say. Can I show you all something before I go any further? Can can I show you something a little further? You know the scripture we want to go to about who you are. We're going to go to Romans real quick. Just in case, I want to help everybody. Make sure we, everybody know. Y'all black Hebrew Israelites? No. 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 Absolutely not. Y'all all 'all all right? Yes. Okay. All right. Go to the scripture. You got it back there? You know the one? Brenda says she'll tell you.
1: (laughs) Romans chapter 2 at verse 28.
0: Now listen closely. Okay? Let's go.
1: For you are not a true Jew just because you were born of Jewish parents.
0: Stop right there. We get ready to say something. Pay close attention. Continue.
1: Or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. No, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God. Stop right there.
0: A true Jew is one that heart is right with who? God. God. Ain't that supposed to be you? Yeah. You are believers, right? right? That means your heart should be right with God. That's right. All right. Baruch Hashem Adonai. Right. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. This is who you really are. Yeah. You said you believe. That's right. yeah. They don't believe it. Read it again. This is, listen to this. This is Romans 2, 29. Does anybody want to ask you what a Jew is? Mm -hmm. The Bible says it doesn't necessarily mean that it's because of your heritage. It doesn't mean because you've been circumcised. That's not what a true Jew is. I didn't see anything about color. I didn't see anything about where you were from. A true Jew to God. Is one who is what? Right with his heart. Whose heart is right with God? Who didn't get it? Anybody didn't get it? All right. Okay. All right. So <laughs> this should be very native to you.
1: Okay. Finish reading that. And true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is a change of heart produced by God's spirit. And a person with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not from people. All
0: right. You might want to write that down. That's Romans 2, 28 and 29. In case anybody ever want to ask you. Uh, you got a discussion about what a Jew is, a black Jew, Israelite, and 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 then you know a Hebrew is one simply who has crossed over uh-huh. from death to life. Yes. Hello, yes. just like when they crossed the Jordan, that was a crossover. That's what the Hebrews did. It is a crossing over. Okay, I just want to make sure we got an understanding. God, don't worry about your color, your skin, or where you're from. It's your heart. Is what he is after. All right. Am I setting the tempo right for us? In case anybody know, I didn't just put that in there last night. It's in there. Check your Bible, too. Okay? So, I just want to make sure, before we go with Hanukkah, what it's all about. You know, if you go to a new nation, you take on their what? Customs. You take on their what? Traditions. Correct. Yes. Right. You want to be a new citizen, you know, of of Sweden. <laughs> well, you're going to take on Sweden's holidays. You're going to abide by their laws. That's right. right? Yes. You're even going to acquire their language. Right. You're a new citizen. That's right. OK. All right. I just want to make sure we understand what Hanukkah is all about. It's about Dedication. It's not about being Jewish. It's about being dedicated. Yes. Okay. How can I say this? Anybody? Husband and wives, can I ask y'all a question? Y'all know your husband's birthday, right? Right, husband and wives? Everybody back there? I, mean, I just come through the audience. Man, I just came. I got it, y'all. Husband and wives, y'all know your husband's birthday, right? And soon to be. Y'all know, right? You know your husband's birthday, right? You do? How y'all doing? Don't you know your husband's birthday? Okay. Uh, You know his and he knows yours. All right. Because y'all ain't know what? Relationship. Right? That'd be kind of strange. I'm married for, you know, 25 years. I don't know her birthday. Right? I'm in a super, you know, relationship with her. Spirit filled. Yeah, Supernatural. OK. So if Jesus wanted us to know his birthday, don't you think he would have told us? No, 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 no. He come and lives and dwells in me. Anybody live in your house, I know you got to know their birthday. They got to come across somewhere in the conversation. Right. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us. Right. So I would know his birthday. If he wanted me to know. If he wanted you to know. If he wanted me to know. Mm-hmm. If right? If it was important. If if it was important. Uh-huh. I like that. So what's important to him? That's for us to know about him. Because obviously he didn't think that his birthday was anything because you would do exactly what the world is doing. Mm-hmm. Forgetting him. Oh. One day to remember me, but the rest of the 364 days you forget me. Yeah. You're not kind to one another. You're not giving. You're not sharing. Where's the spirit of Christmas then? Hey. See, that's just it. It's a spirit. Okay. Why can't we be? No, the church doors, this door was open on Christmas. All the other churches, like, Chloe, I kept driving around trying to find, is everybody at church? Where everybody at? Should be filled. The church should be been filled if that was his day. I mean, it's my birthday and I say happy birthday to you. That don't even sound right, do it? <laughs> yeah, you get them a gift. Okay, and then Hanukkah—they commercialized Hanukkah. You know, y'all got Chris Kringle; they got uh, Hanukkah Harry. Yeah. See, it's a mixing, of blending. See, this is what Hanukkah was really all about, too. It was a war against paganism and Judaism. You have to have Judaism. If you didn't have Judaism, you wouldn't have Christianity. You have to have Judaism to have Christianity. Okay? Just quick little history lesson. Y'all got to catch. Oh, I'm just trying to fill in the blanks for the people who hadn't been here. But they're all up. If you can get all six, well, seven tonight, and you can put them together and you can see the history of everything that I'm talking about in here and what's really going on with Hanukkah, it's not Jewish. And I'm going to show you that he was there. He wasn't at his birthday. He was there at Hanukkah, which means to dedicate. Amen? Amen. I just want to show you a few things. Can I do that? Okay. Now, go to Leviticus 23. Before we go into uh, the story, we've been, uh, you know, we got a theatrical reading by Minister Al in the back for the Hanukkah uh, story for the Maccabees. And uh, we're going to get there tonight, a real important part about what this is really all about. So in, you got King James. I don't have a title on that right here. But hold on one second. Yeah, do Amplified. I'm just going to show you something about dates when God really wants you to know something. What's important to him. Amen. Okay. You ready? Leviticus 23. One.
1: Leviticus chapter 23 at verse one. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The set feasts or appointed seasons of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, even my set feasts are these. Hold on. Put the King James up because
0: you might have some King James still. Put the King James up along with that.
1: Read it again. Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, Concerning the feasts of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these are my feasts.
0: Wait a minute. It said the Jews' feast? Did it say... It's the Jewish people's feast. Come on, y'all talk to me. (laughs) Okay. Y'all see that word feast up there? That's not eat. That word is moed, mo'adims. These are his appointed times. Hello? These are his times, not the Jewish people's times. When they left Egypt, you, you, when they left Egypt, you had some Egyptians mm-hmm. that said, hold up. That is the true God. Can I come with you? He said, come on. But if you come, you're going to have to do. You have to do what the children of Israel do. You're going to have to do what they do. If you're going to come along with me, you can't bring all of those other gods with you. Because they were into polytheism, multiple gods, but the Hebrews were into monotheism, one God. But you can come. But you're going you're to proselytize. You have to come along with me, but you have to do as they do. Okay? Just like when they went into the land, into the other lands in Canaan. He said, when you go into these lands, don't do, don't do as the Gentiles, as the heathens, et, don't do as they do. Don't even ask them any questions about their gods. Go ahead. Okay? It's right there in your voice. right there in Exodus. You can read it yourself. Mm-hmm. So people always want to know, well you know, what the, they, well, you know, they black or they white or whatever. It doesn't matter. The, the Egyptians came along with the Hebrews. So if you're going to have a blending, a mixture now yeah. of people. So some of you sitting here could have that blood in you. You actually could. Okay. Yeah, it is the blood of Jesus. That is the one. But you got to. I have to give you the history so you'll see what's going on. And why you can have the faith that you have today. And where we can come and worship where we come today because of what the Maccabees did. Amen. Amen. Because of Hanukkah. I want you to read this. I'm just going to give you one little part. Go ahead, continue. And right there, and he said, these are my feasts. My feasts, not the Jews. He said, God is talking to Moses, Moshe, his prophet, his mouthpiece. He said, these are my, tell them these are my feasts. Not the Jewish people feasts. My feasts.
1: Okay? Come on. Verse 3. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day. Is the Sabbath of rest. It's the Sabbath. And holy convocation. Ye shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord. Mm-hmm. In all your dwellings. Come on. These are the feasts of the Lord. Even holy convocations. Which ye shall proclaim in their seasons. Mm-hmm. In the 14th day of the first month at even. Stop. Is l- he just told you. The day
0: and the month. That his and the time. Because he wanted you to know these. He wanted you to keep them. Even when you have the, you know, the Gregorian calendar and you have the Hebrew calendar. I still want you to keep these feasts. You have a way to measure now. It's written in there because he wanted you to know. Not December 25th. Hello. Hello. I told you that came from Pope, uh, one of the popes in the uh, first century who decided Julius, Pope Julius, decided that this would be the day in the first century. OK, y'all watch. That's what they do. <laughs> All right. It's going to be a future intercessor. All right. Shout unto the Lord. All right. <laughs> Feel my distress. OK, hold on. And the Old man cried to God. OK, here we go. <laughs> oh no, sorry, it's funny. You gotta have some good time, y'all. All right. So the thing of it is, I need y'all to understand this. Have I established if God wants you to know something, He'll tell you. If He wants you to celebrate something, He'll tell you. Right? So anything else is an amalgamation. Anything else is tradition, man made. All tradition is not bad because it said it was traditional for him to be in the temple. So it's not bad. It tradi- should be traditional for you to come to church. <laughs> okay. All right. It should be traditional. You walk in love. All right. Amen. Watch this. I want you all to see. And if you continue to read these, he's going to give you the date for each of the feasts and the time. Yeah. Because he wants you to continue with these. I give you the menorah. This right here is the menorah that was in the temple. The Maccabee story, this is how it can get changed. It's about a war, a victory to preserve the oil that went into the lamps right here. The center one with the gold that you see here is called the shamash. That's the servant. This represents the Holy Spirit, Father, Son, and Spirit. This was the only light source that was in the dark temple. In the tents of meeting. This is the only light source. The oil that they burned had to be of the finest grade. It, because the finest grade burns the cleanest and the brightest and the longest. It takes eight days to make this type of oil. And they only had enough from one. That can even be tradition of what they were saying. The whole thing of Hanukkah. See, this is the thing. You have to be able to peel back, move aside the tradition of men. And get to the real origin and essence of what you do. Amen. Amen. Don't get upset at the Christmas tree. I told you about that. People don't want, they don't really want to know what's the origins. When you see the nativity scene that's described in the Bible, you don't see a tree. Where did it come from? So what we do is we take anything and ascribe it to God. This is what we have done. We can see this in the Bible. When Moshe went up to the mountain to talk to God to get the commandments. And he didn't come back when they thought he should have came back. What did the people do? Aaron, the priest said, we're going to talk to Yahweh ourselves, But the way I'm going to talk to God is through a golden calf. Well, where did the golden calf come from? It came from Egypt. So I'm going to use this to be my mediator, to talk to God. Ain't no different than Buddha. Ain't no different than Allah. I'm going to use my prophet to talk to. See, it's always a copy. See, this is why I need you to understand the origins of what you do and why you do it. And is it pleasing to God, not man? God could have said, okay, you can talk to me. Go ahead and talk to me through this golden calf. What happened? The earth opened up, swallowed up. Three thousand people because they were saying, I'm going to talk to God and come to him the way I want to. And God already told you how I'm going to. I want you to come to me through my prophet, Moses. Hello. Amen. So the Christmas tree, if you you go to the origins of it. Go to the origin of the tree. It's in Jeremiah. But it's not a Christmas tree. The word Christmas did not even exist. The entomology of the word was not in the earth yet. The word that you wanted to hear was phallic worship. That's what it is. Have y'all learned anything since you've been? (laughs) I'm just doing a recap. I'm just doing a recap. Okay. So you got to get this. You got to get this. It doesn't matter what you think or what you ascribe to something and say, it's God. Here, take this, God. God has said, I've already told you how to come to me. And I don't need things. I know where that came from. It's It's an altar. A Christmas tree is just an altar. You know, like when you kneel down to put the presents there. What do you do at an altar? You kneel to worship. Hello. But you know what? Some people don't even care. No, this, this, this is how I worship my God. Do the research on those little bells and balls that you hang in from that tree. And, and do your research on Yule, the Yule song. The yule, the law. Do your research on that before you ascribe it to God. Hello? Paganism is everywhere. Everywhere. To the ring on your hand. To the finger that you wear it on. To the diamond that's in it. To the days of the week. To the months of... the, to the days of the month. Saturday. Saturn. Saturnalia. That's really what it... Where y'all want to go? Okay. Go back to the word. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about Hanukkah. We're gonna. I have to give you the review of what's really going on. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. It's time to really be, be woke, as everybody's saying. It's time to be woke for real. Jesus was here. Go to John 10, 20. 22. go to John 10 22. leave both of them up Amplified and King James mm.
1: Okay. John chapter 10 at verse 22 it was now winter and Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah the festival of dedication
0: his birthday.
1: <laughs> Have a minute.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe I don't see it right. Maybe I need to come in the back to see if it say anything different. <laughs> maybe my eyes is crossed. I don't know. Let me look back here. Let's see what Jesus was. Go ahead, read it again. Let me see if I can see it any different here.
1: It was. It was now winter, <laughs> and Jesus was in Jerusalem. At the time of Hanukkah. Okay. Jesus let us know
0: where he was. So obviously he wanted us to know where he was. At the time of Hanukkah. At the time of dedication. He said I'm here. See to get the rest of it you got to come tomorrow the last day. I can't give you the all right now. But the rest of it is going to be tomorrow. Open up your eyes. To see. So he was there. So. If he was there and it was okay, then it should be okay for us because he is the example. Correct. He's the example that we should follow. Correct. Not no denomination. Not no denomination. We should follow Jesus. If we can't even get that right, let's just follow what he what he did. Okay? Y'all think that I think that's good. Come on, y'all. Don't don't be down be happy. Don't be down. Don't be down. See, tomorrow is going to be the revealing of the whole. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind about what was going on here. So he was there, right? At the Feast of Dedication. It's a beautiful picture. He was there. So it didn't say Christmas there. It said that he was there at the Feast of Dedication. He wasn't, it's not, listen, it's really not that he was there to celebrate. He was there to reveal who he was. That's really why he was there. Only two people celebrate birthdays in the Bible Pharaoh and Herod. So I just want us to stop ascribing. Erroneous teachings to God and expecting Him to accept it. No matter what the world is doing. I told you, if they're doing it, we're doing it, something's wrong. Okay. If you at the club and they at the club, something's wrong. And you're not there to witness. You're not there to witness. See, Hanukkah, we have to understand about what was happening at this time. You can go to any history book, any history book your kids are. I can go to a history book at Walmart. Pull it off the shelf, and I will see Alexander the Great in there. And what you're going to see in the book of Daniel, you're going to see the whole story played out about Alexander the Great right there. It's the story of the Maccabees. It's everywhere. They just removed God out of it. But anytime, Alexander the Great, he, he was, that name was not there for no reason. His kingdom, he occupied 1.5, 1.9 million square miles was his kingdom. And they said when he died that he wept because there was no other places that he Could conquer. I think he died at 33. He was young. But then when his kingdom split into four sections and he had four generals that occupied these. And one of them was Antiochus Epiphanes. Antiochus Epiphanes the fourth. Um, Epiphanes means God manifested. This is what he called himself. And he took over the kingdom, and it was run by Herod, King Herod. Y'all heard of King Herod, right? There's three in the Bible. They're all descendants, all from the uh, Herodian dynasty. The Maccabees, Mattathias, is from the Hesmonean dynasty. And what happened is that Herod married a Hesmanean. He married a Jewish, and he was raised as a Jew. King Herod, that was trying to kill Jesus, was raised as a Jew. Okay? Just give you a little history. So it's just so funny. It's all in uh, Daniel. And Antiochus Epiphanes was the one that was trying to convert the Jews, you, to take on their culture. So when you are invade a country, you you impose your traditions and your customs and your mindset. So this is what they were trying to do to the Jewish people. They were trying to rob them. They said that you cannot worship your God. You can't do it on the Sabbath. You can't be anything that's spiritual. You can't do anything. The Greeks were very philosophical, intellectuals. Uh, they said that you can lose your Torah, but it was only for teaching, only, only to learn, but not for spiritual. They couldn't keep any of the rights. So circumcision was a big thing is that in, in the kingdom of, of the Jews, is that that designated who you were by circumcision, by the men being circumcised. Amen? Still going today. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? That was instituted by God. Still today. Okay. So, Antiochus Epiphanes Was a type of antichrist? So as believers, there's an antichrist that's going to come in the third temple that they're preparing right now, right? So what he was doing with the Jewish people is going to their place of worship, setting up an altar to Zeus, setting a swine, a pig. And you know, anything with Jewish swine and pig is unclean. And they were forcing them not only to sacrifice them in there after they uh, rammed um, Sacked all of the ornaments that were in the temple. And that manure was beaten out of one piece of pure gold. One piece. And I told them the other day, an ounce of gold can be beaten to 96 square feet. An ounce of gold can be beaten that big. Can can y'all understand what I just said? An ounce of gold. Now imagine this thing. This whole golden menorah was made out of one piece of beaten gold. Not heated. I told you, when something is handmade, it's more durable, stronger, tougher, last. It wasn't cast. It wasn't a mold made. Can y'all imagine that? That's, just imagine a regulation tennis court. That's what one ounce of gold can be beaten to. Just one ounce. Imagine that this was, you know, like 14 talents. I mean, gold. I mean, imagine how heavy that would be. What did that, what did that piece of gold look like? Okay, I'm just trying to say, and that design... Came from God. You can trace the history of the menorah. It comes when mountain when Moses was on the mountain, of Mariah, he gave him the design for that. That's where you can trace it all the way back to God. Isn't there something? So you're looking at something that was in the temple, that was traced back to God. But that menorah, that light, that oil now is in you. Oh. Woo, y'all not ready, you're not ready, you're not ready. This menorah right here is the history of humankind. 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. 4,000 is so important. From Adam to Eve to, to Jesus when he came in, the, in creation, on the, on the day of creation, that's 4,000 years. From Adam to when he came into this world. Right here in this menorah. six thousand, five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand 5,000, 6,000, 7,000 years. 7,000 years. That's the last, that's the millennial reign of Christ right here. All seven churches are right here. All seven churches. Right here. History of humankind can be, it's so many mysteries encoded inside of here. The almond, is, this is not the... This is the kind of imitation, but the real one had an almond little right where you saw these at. These were like almonds. Almonds are. The first bloom of any plant. And he became the first fruit of us all. So in January to February, you go to Israel, the uh, the the uh, almond blooms are there. They're all Adorned in white, symbolism of you. And it only lasts, it blooms for a short period of time. So you got to hear him get in. I told you in Isaiah, when he said, Isaiah, what do you see? He said, I see a rod. That what? That butted almonds. Everybody eye in here is shape of an almond. Oh, God said, I'm going to show you me in all creation. See, but everybody see color. But he said, I see your eyes. I designed them. Everybody's eyes are almond shaped." Ooh, what does this got to do with God? Everything. Hanukkah. It's the feast of dedication. It's a time where we should be. Dedicating our lives because once you know what the Maccabees did. Can I show you a faith of a mother in that period? Can I show y'all yeah. the faith of a mother in that period of 400 years, what she did? Okay, minister, y'all listen to this. And as I said, in your King James Version, in your 1611 version of the Bible. If you could find a 1611 original Maccabees 1 and 2 you will find in there. So it would be part of the canon. But you can get the Coptic Bible from Ethiopia. And it has, and it has not only does it have 1 and Second Maccabees but it also has Enoch. Enoch And the root, listen to this, the root word of Hanukkah is Enoch. And Enoch was with God. And he dedicated his life. And then Enoch was no more. It's a type and shadow of your dedication. When you dedicate your life to you, you too will be (laughs) hapatzot. Taken away just like Enoch. That's why it is right there in the word for us to see. The root of Hanukkah is Enoch. So Enoch's in the Bible. What happened to Enoch? He walked with God faithfully and he was no more. He's telling us we don't have time. Come on. I need y'all to get this. All right. right. Cameron, you getting it? All right. Open up your eyes to some things. uh, The way we think about our God and tradition. This is what the enemy doesn't want you to ever learn the truth about Dedication or Hanukkah and why Jesus was there. Now, this story is going to help you with your faith and it's going to identify where you are in your faith. Amen. You ready? Y'all got a few minutes. Yeah. All right. We ain't got no butt time. Come on.
1: This is from Second Maccabees.
0: X3, though. That's how, that's the speed I want him to read.
1: <laughs> Chapter seven. We'll begin at verse one. On another another occasion, a Jewish mother and her seven sons were arrested. Mm. The king was having them beaten to force them to eat pork. Then one of the young men said, what do you hope to gain by doing this? We would rather die than abandon the the traditions of our ancestors. Verse three. Stop right there. Verse two. They didn't know Jesus.
0: They didn't have, you know, read read that one more time because I don't think we heard it. Come on, quick.
1: Then one of the young men said, what do you hope to gain by doing this? Verse 2. We would rather die than abandon the traditions of our ancestors.
0: Mm. He said, I would rather die than to give in to this Greek way of life. And they worship multiple gods. He said he would rather die. They didn't know Yeshua that yet. They didn't know Jesus yet. Okay? Jesus hadn't came on the scene yet. He was a type and shadow in the Old Testament. They didn't have, listen, they didn't have two cars, a house and a dog, and food. They live in caves and on the run. They
1: had nothing but God. Come on. Come on. Verse 3. This made the king so furious that he gave orders for huge pans and kettles to be heated red hot. Verse 4, and it was done immediately. Then he told his men to cut off the tongue of the one who had spoken and to scalp him and chop off his hands and feet while his mother and six brothers looked on. Verse 5, after the young man had been reduced to a helpless mass of breathing flesh Mm. the king gave orders for him to be carried over and thrown into one of the pans as a cloud of smoke streamed up from the pan the brothers and their mother encouraged one another to die bravely saying verse 6 hold on
0: hold on this is for their faith y'all need to hear something here these pans These pans were huge. And imagine a big frying pan, about eight feet across. See, in Baal and mullet worship, they would have this huge bull. And open up that bull, and this is how they would sacrifice their kids. In they said, don't pass any of your children through the fire. And this is what they were doing, and this is what Solomon done. See, y'all got to understand some stuff right here. This is why it's so important to understand the first and second Maccabees. Because you get a lot of churches say, oh, nothing was happening. God wasn't speaking in between Malachi and Matthew. Yes, he was. And he was speaking through the Maccabees, but they took it out so you don't know what happened. If they didn't have the Maccabees, you wouldn't have had Joseph. You wouldn't have had Mary. You wouldn't have had the Apostle Paul. If they stopped the gospel at this point. You wouldn't be here today. Jesus. Jesus couldn't came through. Y'all understand? This is why Hanukkah dedication is so important. Look, listen to this. Verse 5. She didn't say, where are you, God? Some of us get a flat tire. Lose a job. Where are you at, God? Where are you at? mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. Listen, she's going to lose her sons, and she's not even, listen, questioning God. And she don't know Yeshua. She don't know Jesus yet. He ain't came and died on the cross yet. I'm just going on my ancestors and their faith. Y'all need to hear this. Go ahead,
1: continue. Verse 6. The Lord God is looking on and understands our suffering. Mm -hmm. Moses made this clear when he wrote a song condemning those who had abandoned the Lord. Mm. He said the Lord will have mercy on those who serve him. Verse 7. After the first brother had died in this way the soldiers started amusing themselves with the second one by tearing the hair and skin from his head. Then they asked him, Now will you eat this pork, or do you want us to chop off your hands and feet one by one? Verse 8. He replied in his native language, I will never eat it. So the soldiers tortured him, just as they had the first one. Verse 9. Hold on, I got a question. See, this is just
0: like us taking the mark that it warns us not to take. Because if you don't, listen, there's nothing new in the sun. That which has been will be again. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, he said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be again. What was going on in the days of Noah? Paganism. Pagan worship sacrifice all that you see happening or you don't want to see happening in the world that you're in right now y'all for real where are all our kids going where are all our kids going what's what's that really about hmm do you know how long this has been happening and just now you're just seeing a just a surface of human trafficking it's called human sacrifice. It's ne- it hasn't stopped. How many of y'all heard about Epstein? Epstein, Epstein, tomato, tomato, you know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the highest levels. Mm-hmm. At the highest levels. Mm-hmm. Corruption okay you know there's a government behind your government there's a shadow government you don't know about it okay maybe you don't see that's why I love God because he reveals amen come on here let's go
1: let's continue to read verse 9 but with his dying breath Mm. he cried out to the king you butcher you may kill us but the king of the universe will raise us from the dead and give us eternal life because we have obeyed his laws. Verse 10, the soldiers began entertaining themselves with the third brother. When he was ordered to stick out his his tongue, he quickly did so. Then he bravely held out his hands, verse 11, and courageously said, God gave these to me. Oh. But his laws mean more to me than my hands, and I know God will give them back to me again. Verse 12, the king and those with him were amazed at his courage and at his willingness to suffer. Verse 13, after he had died, the soldiers tortured the fourth one in the same cruel way. But his final words were, I am glad to die at your hands, because we have the assurance that God will raise us from death. But there will be no resurrection to life for you, Antiochus. Mm. Verse 15. Woo. When the soldiers took the faith. Hold on, point. he called him out. Yeah, ah, so
0: this is a mother and her sons that are being killed. Listen, for what we sit here and don't take seriously the faith. Of what's happening here. The whole body. This is something you should really think about as you're hearing this story. Amen.
1: Come on. Verse 15. When the soldiers took the fifth boy and began torturing him, he looked the king squarely in the eye and said, You have the power to do whatever you want with us, even though you also are mortal." But do not think that God has abandoned our people. Just wait. God will use his great power to torture you and your descendants. Verse 18. Hold on. So when you believe, you don't make his faith nullified.
0: Do you understand? He said because they died. Listen, the patriarchs died not seeing the promise. They died in faith. See, this is why you have to have the Holy Spirit, because that's what they didn't get. God didn't live in them. He lived in the the tabernacle then. His presence was in the tabernacle. And that's why you're now, what we are doing here today is tabernacling. Each of you have your own little tent. This is the tent of meetings. But now it's within. Now this temple is here. So the enemy is trying to do the same thing, get you to look compromise, eat that swine, do what they do in the world. He's trying to do the same thing, the Antichus, Antichus, he's still antagonistic to you. Excuse me, that's a lot of words. He's still antagonistic to you. Y'all hear me? He's still enticing you. He's still twisting you. Listen, for your faith. Come on, Uh read this thing. Did you get verse 16? You did 16?
1: Hello? Yes. Read it again. Verse 16. He looked the king squarely in the eye and said, You have the power to do whatever you want with us, even though you also are mortal. But do not think that God has abandoned our people. Mm-hmm.
0: So he watched his brothers die. Right, can you imagine that? And he's still saying
1: God is good. He's still with us. Continue. 18. Verse 18, then the soldiers took the sixth boy, and just before he died, he said, make no mistake, we are suffering what we deserve, because we have sinned against our God. That's why all these terrible things are happening to us. But don't think for a minute that you will avoid being punished or fighting against God. My goodness. Man, he's saying we deserve this. We are sinners.
0: When you come to Christ, you have to admit that you are what? A sinner. So you can see a salvation right now. It's a type and shadow now. He admitted that he is a sinner. The Bible teaches today, you know, this just we just blessed. That's all we come to church. That's all I hear. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. If you just sing of his goodness all the time. When hard times come, you won't know him. You won't know that part of him. You won't know that he's trustworthy. If you just sing of his goodness all the time, you'll never know him when you really need him in the hard time. You won't understand what he's doing. You won't understand his, his, his perfect will or his, listen, his permissive will. You won't understand that one. Because that one looks like I lost, looked like he left me, but it's not. So our understanding about him and how he works because it's just his good. But you don't understand he's good then too. He's saying he's good when he's punishing us because we are guilty in this. But he will not forsake us. Come on, read this
1: thing. Verse 20. The mother was the most amazing one of them all. Woo, come on and she deserves a special place in our memory. Although she saw her seven sons die in a single day. Hold on, stop, 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 stop. stop. Read, Read that again, so I want
0: us to focus on what is being said right here about the mother.
1: The mother was the most amazing one of them all, and she deserves a special place in our memory. Although she saw her seven sons die in a single day, she endured it with great courage because she trusted in the Lord. Verse 21. She combined womanly emotion with manly courage and spoke words of encouragement to each of her sons in their native language. Stop, 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 stop.
2: Seven
1: is the number of what?
0: Perfection. Perfection. And her faith was perfect. Seven sons. And they're saying God won't talk him for 400 years. Oh, he was talking. Come on, Abby. He was talking, will not he? He was expressing it. He was showing himself strong in the faith of the people. Yeah. Woo! See, when you go to church, it's life and death. And then what you hear, you're accounted for. So I want to make sure every time you come to the door, you get the truth. Then now you can make a decision. Man. (laughs) we almost finished. I'm going to let you all go. I'm going to wind it down. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Verse 22.
0: No, no. Start that at the top again. (laughs) That she has a special place. Women. See, that's why it seemed like a lot of times with you. Yes. See, but you don't understand the anointing. I told you the anointing oil was made with myrrh. Myrrh is bitter. And a lot of times we don't understand that it's not that, that somebody is just treating you, but it's the anointing that's on your life. It's the oil that's on your life. But because you can't hear what you need to hear, you do you do. You do the opposite of what you should do. You get hard. No one can talk to you. Mr. Wright. show you can't identify him. No, you didn't think the oil had a little bitter in it. God knew exactly. Get the most anointed people because when you get anointed and you're anointed, people turn their back on you. People talk about you. You know, you, you got to be careful. They come for you. I try to tell my woman, you got to hear this. You, she's representing something. You, you got to hear how strong you are. I, she's my helper. That means she got to be as strong or stronger than me i got to lift this 300-pound table. I can't ask my grandson to mean to do it. I need someone who is as strong or stronger so we can move this table. You are my helper. You're helping me with what? My assignment. Amen. She's there to help you. But she need help first. And you got to be careful what you place in her. Because she's an incubator and she wounds your words. And you don't always get back what you put in. She just needs to be healed. She's malfunctioning because you don't know your purpose. He's designed to work with you. But you got to know your purpose. You got to know your work. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go back. Take it from the top. I got a few minutes and I got to go.
1: Verse 20. The mother was the most amazing one of them all. Listen, women and she deserves a special place in our memory. Although she saw her seven sons die in a single day, she endured it with great courage because she trusted in the Lord. She combined womanly emotion Mm. with manly courage and spoke words of encouragement to each of her sons in their native language. I just want to know who her husband was. But go ahead. We don't know. He didn't want us to know, so we don't know. Verse 22. I do not know how your life began in my womb, she would say. Listen. I was not the one who gave you life and breath and put together each part of your body. It was God who did it. God who created the universe, the human race, and all that exists. He is merciful, and he will give you back life and breath. Mm. again because you love his laws more than you love yourself verse 24 Antiochus was sure that the mother was making fun of him mm. so he did his best to convince her youngest son Watch the enemy. to abandon the traditions of his ancestors he promised not only to make the boy rich stop, and famous stop, stop, stop. abandon your faith
0: that's what the enemy tells you abandon your belief See, he's trying to get you a abandon your belief about like Christmas. See, but you got to understand. See, but it's hard like it's a struggle. I'm not coming back here again. This is what we do. This is about Christ. I don't care what he said. <laughs> see, that's not just for you who's sitting here. It's for the people who are going to be listening too. Right. This is how he does. Listen to the enemy. Antigus is not his friend. But he's offering him something, a way out, another way, Satan in the garden. I'm going to offer you another way, Eve. It's only one story. Come on. Same enemy, same lie. Come on. But you got to be able to discern that's him. Y'all know I've been doing a teaching on your voice and Satan's voice. And what he does is hides in your voice. So you think it's you talking, but it's him talking. Using your voice. And you can't tell the difference because you've been hearing his voice so long you think it's you. I don't have to forgive. I don't know how to forgive. I'm bitter. I'm angry. That's not God's voice. And it shouldn't be yours either. See how he's got you. He's lying to you, Cameron. He's a liar. And the father, the Bible says, of lies. Come on. Hold on. You ain't verse,
1: verse,
0: uh, verse 24? Yes. Do it.
1: Antiochus was sure that the mother was making fun of him, so he did his best to convince her youngest son to abandon the traditions of his ancestors. Look at that. He promised not only to make the boy rich and famous, but to place him in a position of authority and to give him the title friend of the king. If you would just compromise, if you would just
0: give up your Christian beliefs, you can still be a Christian. We got Christian psychics. Okay. We got Christian witches. Look it up. See? You don't have to give
1: it up. You can still keep the title Christian. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Verse 25. But the boy paid no attention to Mm. him. So Antiochus tried to persuade the boy's mother to talk him into saving his life.
0: Look at now he's trying to get agreement from the mother. Now he's going to her sympathy. This is your son is your last son. He's only about 10 or 13. Surely you don't want him. You can have one left. Go ahead.
1: And after much persuasion she agreed to do so. Verse 27. Leaning over her son, she fooled the cruel tyrant by saying in her native language, "Ha, my son have pity on me. Remember that I carried you in my womb for 9 months." and nursed you for three years, I have taken care of you and looked after all your needs up to the present day. So I urge you, my child, to look at the sky and the earth. Consider everything you see there and realize that God made it all from nothing, just as he made the human race. Verse 29, Mm. Mm. don't be afraid of this butcher. Give up your life willingly and prove yourself worthy of your brothers, so that by God's mercy, I may receive you back with them at the resurrection. Oh, Oh, good graces, whoop! My goodness. Verse 30, before she could finish speaking, the boy said, King Antiochus, what are you waiting for? I refuse to obey your orders. I only obey the commands in the law, which Moses gave to our ancestors. You have thought up all kinds of cruel things to do to our people, but you won't escape the punishment that God has in store for you. It is true that our living Lord is angry with us and is making us suffer because of our sins in order to correct and discipline us, but this will last only a short while. (laughs) For we are still his servants, and he will forgive us. But you are the cruelest and most disgusting thing that has ever lived. So don't Mm. fool yourself with illusions of greatness while you punish God's people. Mm. There is no way for you to escape punishment at the hands of the almighty and all-seeing God. My brothers suffered briefly because of our faithfulness to God's covenant, but now they have entered eternal life but you will fall under God's judgment and be punished as you deserve for your arrogance. I now give up my body and my life for the laws of our ancestors just as my brothers did. But I also beg God to show mercy to his people quickly and to torture you until you are forced to acknowledge that he alone is God. May my brothers and I be the last to suffer the anger of Almighty God which he has justly brought upon our entire nation. These words of ridicule made Antiochus so furious that he had the boy tortured even more cruelly than his brothers, and so the boy died with absolute trust in the Lord, never unfaithful for a minute. Last of all, the mother was put to death. Hold up. When I go to heaven, I wanna meet this family. I ain't
0: got nothing mad at Paul or nothing, but I want to meet that boy. (laughs) Who, man. Woo. Come on. And you will. And you will. It's going to be a great reunion. Come on. For those who endure the faith, though.
1: Come on. Verse 42. But I have said enough about the Jews being tortured Mm. and being forced to eat the intestines of sacrificial animals.
0: That was 38, huh? Before, what was that?
1: Verse 42. We're going to stop.
0: Anyway, why ain't no movie out on this? I'm waiting no minister back there to make it. Anyway, listen, I'm going to end it here. It's great, a little longer tonight, but, you know, when you got to do a little review, and I want to make sure everybody get it. I'm going to make they really get what Hanukkah is all about. The preservation or the preserving of the word of God. It was preserving the actual oil that the only light source in the temple like you. You might be the only saved person at your job. So you are that same menorah. You're that same light in the dark place. The world is dark. Let your light shine. Yeah. Hey, teacher, you ready to go? I'm ready to do the sacraments. Yes, yes sir. Um
2: the Holy Spirit just asked me a question that I'm going to pose to everyone else. Okay. Uh, With the horrific story uh, and also Victoria's story we just heard. With the entire family being dismembered and butchered and things that we couldn't even imagine. Imagine for our children or our, even ourselves. He said, "I'm not asking that you would even physically die in this manner, but only would you live a righteous life."
0: Man, amen.
2: That's real. We we we're doing a lot of mm, all this very horrific story, and he's simply asking us will you live but only a righteous life? He's just asking us to live a righteous life. Your child don't have to be butchered. Your wife don't have to be butchered. And you have to witness this. He said, I'm just asking you all just to live righteous would you but just live righteous? Love. So if you, if you can't even imagine yourself to experience something horrific like that, to be a participant or a spectator, how do you think you could live righteous? This righteous life is real. Are you able, he's in, I'm getting ready up. But are you able to, when you leave tonight, because this is what it's about rededicating your body, your temple. There's no way that you are willing to be dismembered for Christ. Hmm. Is there one? To truly say, Minister D, you're not willing to see your your wife and children, to witness them to be butchered for Christ's sake. But he's asking, son, but would you but just live righteous? If we could just live righteous, it would even probably prevent a lot of things even happening to our children because it will be... Passed down righteousness is generational also. Amen. Just like sins of, of, the of the Father, Father pass down, down generation, so does righteousness. Amen. But live
0: righteous. Amen. Glory to God. We're going to now, <laughs> thank you, teacher. All right, that's just a preamp for tomorrow. Amen. Tonight is night seven. Tomorrow's the last night. I want to thank everybody who has come out every night. I really appreciate it. I think you've learned tremendous. Um, I would say you would learned tremendous <laughs> truths. And um, tonight, I wanna, to, I wanna, uh, get that to lead. I, something like this. Really, gotta be obedient. Come on up here, Cameron. We we'll get you to light the candles for us tonight. Except on this side right here. You will have a talit coming in the mail. I'll give everyone one away tonight. This one's on borrow. So what we're going to do, and as we're almost done. This is the Shema candle. This is the servant candle. This is representing this is really Jesus. This is, he holds up all the other candles. And what I want you to do is like this one, and then we're going to go from here to here to here to here to here to here to here. And then we're going to step back there and do the exact same thing. So would you honor us today? <laughs> We're gonna get it. You wanna try that one? Okay. night is only two candles as (laughs) easy. He's got it. Do the prayers now.
1: and Barukh ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech haolam Shaasani sim Laavotenu Hayamim haem Bazman haze Amin. Blessed
0: are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who did miracles for our forefathers in those days
1: days, at this season. Amen. Amen.
0: Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, universe, who who has kept us alive, sustained us, And brought us to this season. season. Amen. Amen. We're looking at these lights because of the miracles, the wonders, the salvations. And the battles which you perform for your forefathers in those days at this season. Through your holy priests. During all eight days of Hanukkah, these lights are holy. We are not using them for ordinary lights. Instead, we are looking at them in order to give thanks and praise to your great name, your great miracles, your wonders, and your salvations. So take a moment before we end and maybe reflect on your walk. Reflect on your heart. Reflect on the areas that seem difficult to allow God in to allow him to move ask him what is the root of my blockage my issue because I want to dedicate rededicate everything to you my mind my will my emotions my body my soul Just take a moment. Talk to your creator because he can hear you. The altar is always open. If you don't know Christ and you want to know Christ, you want to come into the kingdom, the altar is open. You can tell him, "Uh, I'm a sinner. And I need to be cleansed. And that's what this is about. This is a cleansing. Just take a moment and empty your heart to your God. Tell him, I want to get it right. I need your help. There's a few people I need to forgive, and I don't know how. But I'm going to start tonight by being truthful with you. Who you are to me. Amen. Glory to God. If you'd like to take communion, you can take communion over here. Yourself. That's it. Shabbat shalom.